Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber. To improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 2085. What's the difference between micronutrients and macronutrients? By Rachel Nall with Healthline.com. And I'm Dr. Neil, your very own personal narrator. Hello, and welcome back to Optimal Health Daily where I simply read to you from the best health and fitness blogs for free. I cover fitness, nutrition, stress management, weight management, and more. Just like an audiobook, but from a bunch of different authors. And always with permission from the site, and always with a bit of my commentary at the end. And with that, let's get to today's post as we optimize your life. What's the difference between micronutrients and macronutrients? By Rachel Nall with Healthline.com. Macronutrients and micronutrients are categories dietitians and nutrition experts may use to refer to your diet. Macronutrients are big picture nutrition categories, such as carbohydrates, fats, and proteins. Micronutrients are smaller nutritional categories, such as individual vitamins and minerals, like calcium, zinc, and vitamin B6. You may have heard the phrase counting macros at some point. This refers to a diet approach where a person tries to eat a certain percentage of calories from each macronutrient group. Keep listening to find out about the research available for this dietary approach and how some people put it to use. Micros versus macros. The beginning of each word gives you a little clue into what they mean. Macro comes from the Greek word makros, which means large. Nutritionally speaking, macros are usually measured in grams, such as grams of fat, or grams of protein. Many macros-based diets classify macronutrients in three ways. Carbohydrates, found in foods such as breads, pastas, and fruits, and provide about four calories per gram. Fats, which is found in foods such as oils, nuts, and red meat. This provides about nine calories per gram. And protein. This is found in foods such as eggs, fish, poultry, and tofu, and provides about four calories per gram. Note that some diets will classify alcohol as its own macronutrient. Alcohol in itself has 7 calories per gram. However, because alcohol has very little nutritional value compared to the other three categories, some diets don't include it at all. Micros are much smaller measured values in terms of nutrition. Micro comes from the Greek word micros, which means small. You measure most micronutrients in milligrams or even micrograms. There are lots of micronutrients in the foods you eat, especially fruits and vegetables that are plentiful in vitamins and minerals. Micronutrient examples include but aren't limited to calcium, folate, iron, vitamin B6, vitamin B12, vitamin C, vitamin E, and zinc. 
most macronutrient foods contain different micronutrients. However, most people wouldn't use a micronutrient approach to dieting because it would be difficult to measure and track. How it works. People may use different approaches in terms of daily macronutrients. For example, the Dietary Guidelines for Americans makes the following recommendations regarding macronutrient categories. 45 to 65% of our calories each day should come from carbohydrates. 20 to 35% of our calories each day should come from fat. And the remainder, 10 to 35% should come from protein. A person counting macros as a dietary approach would first calculate how much energy they need in the form of calories each day. Then they would decide what percentage of calories from each food group they would eat based on their goals. For example, bodybuilders looking to build muscle usually eat higher percentages of protein, a building block of muscle. Those who are closely watching their blood sugar may eat carbohydrates on the lower percentage because they're trying to maintain their blood sugar. Most scientific research regarding macronutrients involves tracking a person's diet and breaking it down into macronutrients. This is different from asking a person to follow a certain amount of macronutrients and seeing if they lose weight or achieve other goals. Therefore, it's hard to say from a scientific perspective if a macronutrient-based diet is effective or easy to follow for most people. Popular diets. Several popular diets employ a macro-based approach or some form of it. These include if it fits your macros diet, the ketogenic diet, the paleo diet, and Weight Watchers. While some of these diets may not explicitly call themselves a macronutrient diet, they involve eating a certain portion of each food group. Macro diets are those that emphasize portion control and eating a variety of foods instead of counting calories. Some nutritional experts called macronutrient diets flexible diets because they don't restrict calories or foods, just guide a person as to what food types to eat more or less of. These diets may help you reach a number of health goals, such as building muscle mass, losing weight, following a healthier diet overall, maintaining blood sugar levels, and more. It's important to note that a macronutrient diet isn't the same as a macrobiotic diet. The macrobiotic diet originated in Japan and is based on traditional Chinese medicine principles. It emphasizes eating simple, organic, and locally sourced foods. Is it real or hype? Again, there isn't a lot of research regarding a specific macronutrient diet and its effectiveness for weight loss, weight control, or glycemic index control. Some people also argue there's no specific macronutrient diet since the diet is based on the idea that macronutrients are adjustable. A ketogenic diet, which is low in carbohydrates, and a low-fat diet are two macronutrient approaches with very different-looking daily food plans. A dietitian can work with you to determine what may be a good ratio of macronutrients for your health goals. Some health experts may advocate for a macro-based approach to dieting because it doesn't restrict certain foods. In fact, no food is forbidden. It should just fit within the macro percentages you're eating. When to talk with a pro. If you've tried the macronutrient approach outlined in the Dietary Guidelines for Americans without achieving the results you desire, it may be time to talk to a dietitian or your doctor. A dietitian or nutrition expert may recommend adjusting your macronutrient percentages based on your overall health and dietary goals. Make sure you give your new approach time to work, usually about two to three months, before deciding you need to change your percentages again. A dietitian or nutrition expert can also talk with you to make sure your goals are realistic and your dietary approach is safe. 
you want to emphasize healthy eating and consuming a balanced diet to meet your goals and physical needs. You just listened to the post titled, What's the Difference Between Micronutrients and Macronutrients? by Rachel Null with Healthline.com. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. How do you feel great on vacation? Like, really good? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sand beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll immerse yourself in natural wonder and find your center on an island where things move at your speed. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. I realized something. I don't think I've ever taken the time to describe what a dietitian actually is. Now, once a month during the first Q&A episode of the month, I talk about my background and credentials, and I say that I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist. Today's author, Rachel, mentioned the word dietitian throughout the article. But what does this really mean? In the U.S., Dietitian is actually a legal term. This means people can't just go around calling themselves a dietitian unless they actually are. If they do, it's against the law. It's kind of like how we can't go around calling ourselves medical doctors unless we actually are one. So how is a dietitian then different than someone who calls themselves a nutritionist? In many US states, anyone can call themselves a nutritionist and it's perfectly legal. Yes, anyone even someone with no formal nutrition training or formal nutrition education. In the state where I live, California, someone could wake up one morning, decide they're a nutritionist, slap that title on their business card, and that's perfectly fine. There's no law against that. If they were to decide they wanted to call themselves a dietitian, well, that would be misrepresentation and could lead to some legal problems. All of this to say that if you're looking for someone with actual nutrition expertise, be sure they're credentialed as a dietitian. The word dietitian should be found somewhere in their credentials. Now, I will also mention, there are other types of nutrition experts out there. They may not be dietitians, but may have received an advanced degree in nutrition specifically. That's great too. Either way, if they claim to be a nutrition expert, be sure to ask about their education and experience and look for the word dietitian or Look for some other advanced nutrition degree. After all, it's your health and I wanna make sure you're getting the best, most accurate advice. All right, that'll do it for today. I hope you're enjoying your Saturday if you're listening in real time and I'll see you back here tomorrow for the Sunday show and where your optimal life awaits.